Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. Yeah, if you have just joined us, do say hello. Do drop your name uh, in the comments. Um, yeah, we obviously we usually do this every um, every week on Facebook, but um, if you are watching on Instagram, this is actually being streamed on Instagram as well. So yeah, and if you are on Instagram, um, we won't be able to see too many of your comments, but we'll try and um, obviously respond to you as as much as we can. Yep. Uh, do drop your questions in. Our wonderful Lauren is keeping an eye on the comments over on Instagram, but obviously we're on we're on Facebook. Um, might look a little bit different today. I I think I hope. I know it's um, usually it help if we have the Tuesday tune in little logo on the on the left there. Um, but yeah, this is uh, we're trying some new software today, so I'm glad yeah. it works because I mean, if you've spent any time with us, it hasn't always gone to plan, Dave, is it? Yeah, straight away the new comments are coming in at the top of the list, and when I'm used to being them at the bottom, so I am going to be probably only answering. <laughs> so who was the first one who's now at the bottom? Mark uh, V. No, 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 Chow. I don't right. Marky V said Chow. Um, you know, maybe yeah, but normally they scroll down. Newer ones are at the bottom. Now newer ones are at the top. Ah, so I'm going to be yeah, constantly right. looking to the bottom. So this whole live isn't going to mean me saying hello to Marky V. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope um, I hope it is working on Instagram anyway. Spent a bit of time. Um, trying to do it because we, we've got a good community on Instagram. Um, our wonderful Ali, uh, who kind of looks after Instagram. And um, yeah, I hope this is coming through loud and clear over on Instagram as well as, as Facebook. Um, but right, Dave, yeah, what, what's today about, mate? What's uh, what's what's on the what's on um, the agenda? So the agenda. So today, what we're going to talk about, because I don't know if you're aware, but we're aware. I don't know if you can see out my window, but it's wet and it's cold. Oh. So what we thought we'd talk about, we've done topics on layers before. You know, we've always said Yetis yeah. are like onions. Um, well, actually, we're going to talk about layers and we're going to talk about the one of the most important layers when it comes to winter trekking and trekking yeah. in these remote regions, which is the insulative layer, the outer layer, the layer that keeps you going forward when the yeah. weather's trying to push you back. So we're going to be talking about stuff like your waterproofs, your down jackets, and we also probably might touch on other sort of um, essentials that are always in our backpack when we head out to Nepal, when we go to Tanzania, or even if we just go up Penavan and the weather's not looking too great. Always have the same essentials in our backpack. So we thought, hey, we're going to do the live on that today because yeah. um, you guys need to be prepared because you're going on trips soon. <laughs> I know. No, so. People are actually going on trips. It's great. We um we actually had a trip this weekend, didn't we, Dave? On on Tupcal. we had uh, six people. Yeah. Um. Uh, obviously, a team get to the to the summit uh, of Tupcal, which was awesome. Um. We saw some pictures. I know uh, we had some people tag us on on Instagram, um, which has been awesome. Yeah. Um. Obviously, on the stories and things, and that was that was great. If you do, if you are on Instagram, actually, just to, just to, while we're here, um. And I hope this works actually, <laughs> because if you are uh, on Instagram, don't forget to tag us. And I'm gonna look at this. Look, look, we've actually got things that come on the screen now. This is amazing, isn't it? Um, yeah. Don't forget to tag us in your stories. Uh, Evertrek uh, UK, uh, give us a little tag, um, then we can um, we can see what you're up to if you if you're tagging us, which is fantastic. I can see Ali's on her phone now, scrambling to see if it's um. If <laughs> she is. Um, I hope it is. Or, if it's not, or texting not... her husband. One of the two things are happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Um, but yeah, so today then, guys, it is is around layers because you know we we realise the temperatures dropping. You know, winter is coming, isn't it? As Sean Bean would say um, on Game of Thrones. Up, what would he go? Winter is coming would be his kind of uh, maybe accent. 
Um, yeah. sorry, I'm not very good at uh, Yorkshire accent. Um, uh, uh, literally, I think there's a few Yorkshiremen on here, and they just put their head in there. Sorry if I offended. I, I think I think Paul Dewhurst, he's a Yorkshireman. Um, he's oh, sometimes sorry, on here Paul. as well. Paul, <laughs> let let us know if that rang true. Did you think someone was in the room calling you? <laughs> no way. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. I could do it the whole live, right? Um, but no, it's um, yeah. Winter is coming though, isn't it? And I can certainly feel um, you know, the winter conditions settling in. I know uh, quite a lot of Evertrekkers were out and about on the weekend and some up uh, Ben Nevis, Snowden, Scaffold Pike. Uh, obviously, people doing some some good training and getting out there as well, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's, it's certainly some some challenging conditions. So, you know, we thought, well, let's talk about obviously some of the layers that, you know, obviously use on your training weekends, but also when you're on trips, if you're going at certain times of the year when it is cold, um, you know, because it's, you know, vastly, it's hugely important that, you know, you, you've got to have the right gear. Um, you know, it's it, it can't be. You, it's it's very. I don't, I'm trying to find the words now, but you know, you need to have the right gear, otherwise you, your trip will get affected. Yeah. Um, you know, and that could be uh, you know, some two cars we just said, or it could be Everest Base Camp, it could be on Kilimanjaro, um, or it could be on Ben Nevis. You know, you want to make sure you got the right gear. Um, you know, so yeah, that's what we wanted to talk about today. Uh, before I do though, I got a little clip. Um, it's from you, Dave, actually um now i think dave you can admit this is the coolest you've ever looked on a video right this one uh yeah but i do have a funny feeling that it's um it, it, it's not an accurate portrayal <laughs> you know, it's a... well let, let's see what people think of it yeah. um anyway i'm gonna bring it in and this is uh this is dave this is actually not far from ever space camp and it was challenging winter conditions that's all i wanted to show it to you um yeah. and yeah enjoy the music as well hopefully it's cool let's, let's have a little look <laughs> did that work i i didn't i didn't see that did, i did think very, i think the last few seconds i think you saw the snow move oh in, but, no um... way no way okay well if that's the case then um i'm hiding the background and i am just Sorry, Dave. I thought that was um, yeah. No, I mean, it's it's a good demonstration of good kit yeah. because you've got the down jacket there. Yeah. If you look closely under the down jacket hood, you can see that I've got my mid layer on, insulative yeah. with the hood up as well. Um, it was snowing and it was high in the Himalaya, so I had the sunglasses on to protect yeah. me from the UV. Um, yeah, there's absolutely loads of stuff there that's going on. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Could Dave be any more impressed? Yeah. <laughs> you're right, Jane. You're right. Now, yeah. um, that was, uh, yeah, we, we, I do like a good slow mo. And that was on an acclimatization day. Um, so yeah. we were staying in Dingboche. So we were about a day or so from base camp. Um, so we're about four, four and a half thousand meters. And, um, you know, big weather came in, lots of snow. Um, we actually walked um, just because the, the, the sort of, there was a, it's a little bit busy there. So we decided just instead of going up to, um, normally we go up to Nangatsang Peak, which is uh, on our climatization day in Dingboche. But yeah. we wanted to mix it up. So we actually walked all the way up to Shukung Village, which is near the base of Island Peak. Yep. Um, and that was us coming back. And the weather came in one day when it was, yep. you know, it was a good job because even on a climatization day, you think, oh, I don't need much, you know, because, you know, you're not out for long. But it just goes to show that even then, uh, we were probably half hour from our accommodation. Yeah. Um, you know, you still need uh, your, your equipment. I tell you uh, especially what, down jackets. 
what's amazing about that exact picture is that um, I should have thought about this earlier. And yeah. I'm going to download and send you quickly. This is happening in real time. What okay. the start of that day looked like. Yeah, um, yeah, good. So yeah, you yeah. can actually see how quickly the, um, you know, the conditions can change in the Himalaya. Yeah, throw it over um, I, can, I can bring it up. So I believe it's this one. And yeah, this is like just a funny picture that me and um, uh, Hannah took. Uh, and, that was the, <clears throat> and that was the start of that day. Right. Um, and then you can see exactly what happened then later on. You know, look, you've got blue skies. It's lovely. And then all of a sudden, like that, it just changed. You know, it was almost like instantaneous. You bend down to tie your shoelaces, look back up again, and it's a completely new world, you know? Have you, um, so, have you pinged that across, by the way? Just yeah, 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 yeah. It's in. Um... It's not coming. <clears throat> not there yet, Dave. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here we yeah. Go. So it's the second one. There it is. The second one. Nice. I'll try and, what I'll do is then, I'll try and bring it in. You can tell we've got some shiny new. Um, uh, yeah, show you new software. We want to use it. We want to use it, but it's good because I think a lot of the time it's just it, right? it's just talking. Now we can bring in lots of pictures which back up our experiences. You know. So Dave, there's a. Sorry, I feel like I should go by there now. So there's you. Yeah. Um, what were you actually doing at that point then? <clears> just get him. Just get him my. Just get him my meditation on, mate. Just get him my meditation on. Um, if you look, we actually decided it was a little bit of a beach uh, because we had the sand <laughs> there. But yeah, that's me and. Um, me and Hannah, um, yeah, on the start of that climatization day, less than an hour outside Dingboche, yeah. and we were just sitting on the rock having a little chill. And um, and you can see, look, blue skies above. It was warm. Yeah. I had my sleeves rolled up. No down jacket in sight. No scarf or neck buff. Nothing in sight there. Yeah. Um, but I had it all in the bag because I knew what the conditions could be like. And then you yeah. can see what it changed to that, you know, awesome video of me looking like... Uh, ice cool <laughs> good music too right um but no so it, it does go to go to show doesn't it? It, it i mean it's like in the uk the weather can change at any moment and i think it's always important to carry um you know obviously you've got your down jacket whether you i know you have there dave you had some fleeces that you can wear yeah um and that pretty much goes on any trip that we that we run um you want to have that in your bag um yep. you know it's just because i, I think it's uh, something you say dave isn't it is that it's better to have it and then not need it, then not need it and have it. Is that right? Almost. Yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> I, I, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Um, cool. Yeah, it, it 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 works for also um, condoms and handguns. Um. Wow, okay. <laughs> wow, we went there. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is. Yeah, so li literally, you know, so probably the most the most obvious one that we can perhaps talk about. Um, oh, I just saw Tamarin. That was in um, that was actually in April, believe it or not um yeah, late April, was, i yeah. believe that one was um yeah so just goes to show you know middle of springtime spring weather in the morning yeah absolute blizzard in the evening in the, in the afternoon um but yeah, yeah I, I, perhaps the most important thing the thing that i had in my backpack on that day was probably my dane jacket yeah um it's the and one gloves, right yeah those gloves and i had those gloves yeah that i yeah. <laughs> those gloves are pretty remarkable as well like i i I actually, that was a pretty stylish base camp trip for me. If you remember, I had the bright red gloves. I do um, remember that actually, yeah, and yeah, they were. We could spot you from about, well, through through the through the snow. Yeah. We could spot you about five hundred yards. Well, yeah, Easy. you know, I've, I've always said like I'm not I'm not a gear snob, 
you know so uh, the, what it was i did order some black gloves but they didn't yeah. have them so they said oh we can send you some rab ones they're pretty much the same and i was like send them over send them over and uh, when they arrived <laughs> i couldn't quite believe it but yeah the most important thing that we had there was probably my down jacket yeah um you know i always say that it never come it should never come down to one single piece of kit that keeps you comfortable yeah. um but perhaps that is the most important because as soon as you put it on you'll instantly start to feel warmer there's a lot of yeah. technology that goes into them about trapping the warm air in the down and between the outer layer of the shell and your skin um yeah. quite often i find them almost too hot to trek in um, yeah me too on that, me too on that day, yeah but on that day it was definitely needed um yeah and which down jacket i always tend to go for well there's several different types and isn't there so you've got the lighter weight ones which you might see people wearing casually around town yeah the um, mid we, we call them like the mid sort of mid strength if you like like if you've got the micro light alpine with the rab micro light alpine that's probably a good sort of mid-range i say mid-range mid-strength down yeah. jacket um you've got the the patagon uh, patagonia down sweater which is uh, really it's weird because they call it a down a down hoodie down hoodie um, yeah but they, they advertise it somewhere as down sweater. I'm like, it's not a sweater, man. It's got a hood. It's a jacket. <laughs> yeah. um, but that, I'd say, would be perfect for Everest Base Camp if you've got something underneath. Um, then you've got the, the the big ones. You know, you've got 700, 800 fill jackets, yeah, fill uh, power jackets that are just, you put them on even with a, a base layer or a T-shirt and you're going to get them. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. the minute you start walking in them, um, you know, you're going you're gonna to sweat. So it's kind of something that, you know, we do see people especially on summit achille um you know everest base camp island peak um you know maybe two calum winter you know you you can't help but hike in your down jackets that cold and that's okay but i also think other people and, and it depends what works for you is that some people like to to hike in their waterproofs um in their gore-tex if you like so it's, it's, it's basically a waterproof jacket you don't have to just wear it when it's water when it's you know when it's uh, raining yeah. um i wear it a lot um when i'm just general hiking i got my down jacket in my bag and i use and i've got a, a rab firewall jacket which is very good um you know there's plenty of jackets out there like that you know you've, you've, you've loads of different makes you've probably got your burghouse jackets you've got your mountain hardware yeah. um heaps of them but that's that's the one we use um on our training weekends um yeah when it comes to to hiking in there, i just find it's, it's easier because i can wear a, ba a base layer underneath or a, a you know a, a decent t-shirt and then have that on top and then I know then that's that's enough. If I get cold, then I can just keep adding the layers. Yeah. But that's what works for me. And I know Dave, obviously, when we've, we've been on training weekends and on trips, people like to try, you know, people like to trek in, say, a base layer and, and a fleece. Yeah. I've seen quite well, a lot. Most yeah. of the time I'll trek like that, you know. Yeah. That picture that you saw where we were doing, like, the meditation, that's yeah. pretty much what I look like nine times out of ten um yeah. just a base layer and a light fleece and quite often that fleece will come off and i'll trek in the base layer yeah. so and i'm pretty sure on that day i would have done that just trekked in a t-shirt but the yeah, difference but is that's but... Again, so you're just wearing uh, a t-shirt there and uh and uh, that's a rab that's a rab um mid-layer fleece nice okay. yeah my, my favorite one i can't remember the name of it now it might call the neutrino or something but it's yeah. got a really good technical hood that comes up that hugs your face so yeah. it really keeps your face and head warm and it doesn't rattle and make a noise but that one yeah though <clears throat> that's what i'll trek like pretty much nine times out of ten but it kind that picture does illustrate the difference between you know 
what I started and what I ended like and everything I needed was all in the same bag. So the down jacket that I used on that trip, I think, was a Montane. Uh, but now I've actually got the mountain equipment light line, which I used on Kilimanjaro, and I thought that was amazing. Um, really so good jacket. I can't. Um, I, I can't stop. I, I was going to laugh my head off. Um, Ramona talking about that she landed in some poo on um, on Ben Nevis. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That is that sounds hilarious. It can but happen. Ramona, I hope you you manage to clean yourself up. I think you're doing okay, mate. But uh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty uh, grim. Pretty grim. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, great stuff. And yeah, a couple of questions. I think David, um, David Cliff, great to see you on the live, mate. Find it difficult to get a Rab Infinity, which has replaced the Endurance. Yeah, the that type of jacket. I know Rab. They're always constantly changing and moving. I know over the last sort of three or four years they've moved more into the sustainability arena um in terms of having more sustainable products which is awesome um it did mean though that some of their jackets like the um infinity endurance with uh, hydrophobic down um they discontinued so yeah they're, they're releasing new ones and i think yeah because they're, they're quite popular they're hard to get um if i mean rabo great make there's loads of options out there i'd say uh, dave the mountain equipment light line yeah would be a good alternative to that jacket would you say yeah it's the one that because i had that um that jacket that we used to recommend the rab infinity pro endurance it's yeah. a really good jacket i loved it i took it to ebc twice um and i i wanted a like i needed to replace that jacket because it ended up um it it, it started a new life on its own in nepal um yeah. so i needed to replace it and that's when i tried the montane and i tried a few other ones um, but actually, I've landed on the mountain equipment light line jacket. Okay. Um, and it was funny enough, like all of these things, it comes full circle. I'm recommending it to you, but it was actually an Evertracker that recommended it to me. Um, when we were on that exact trip with the Montane jacket that you just showed, yeah. and there was another group of Evertrackers doing the three passes. Um, and he had the light line jacket. Um, and for some reason, I never looked at it because I just saw the word light line and I, I assumed it was going to be a lightweight jacket, but it's not. It's actually yeah. quite a heavy duty, high fill down jacket that I've since used on EBC and Kilimanjaro. Um, and I'll be taking it to Tukal with me. And it's, um, yeah, it's a fantastic jacket. And it's, it's, it doesn't break the bank. Some yeah. of these down jackets you can pay 600 quid for. There's no need yeah. to do that. This one, I think, cost me about 220. Um, yeah, it's a really good jacket. It's really lofty. You know, so you yes. can't wear it casually because you do look like the Michelin man. But lofty means warm. So lofty is yeah. warm. Well, that's the that's one of the, the big the big kind of things you have to weigh up, isn't it? Because these jackets are expensive and they don't always need to be used in the UK. Um, you know, wherever you, wherever you live, um, because they're, they're, they're not they're, they're so they're so big that they only they only need it really if it's kind of, you know, December or January in terms of like you know snow or, or harsh weather. Yeah. So it's, it's sometimes you've got to weigh that up, you know, is it worth spending all that money on something I'm hardly going to use? Um, you know, obviously, if you want your own gear, do don't, don't forget you can hire jackets on our trips um, if you want to. Uh, in Nepal, obviously, you get it um, yeah. as part of the, the trek out there. So, yeah, if you do want to use ours, um, you know, you, you can you can definitely um, use those. I, I, I know. I know. Bri, Bri just saying there, what about the Evertrek jackets? We did some Evertrek jackets uh, a lot earlier this year. Um, to raise funds for for the guides uh, in Nepal, um, we want to get some more technical jackets created yeah. um, here in the UK. But uh, yeah, it's something that we'll 100% be be looking at uh, in the future because um, I know we've worked with Cotswold Outdoor in terms of getting um, something together like that. 
but it was put on the back burner for us honest uh you know there's been other things that we've had to had to focus on um but yeah there's there's certainly it's certainly one of the ideas that i'd love to to make a reality because um obviously to have our own jackets then great you, you guys know yeah. that these quality but i hope that us talking about some down jackets anyway the type of quality that you that you need is is, yeah. is helpful um i mean i will bring another image because dave i know we were talking about okay we're on killy what kind of down jackets do you need and this <coughs> one i think is an image at karanga camp yeah there's a few different dave i think you got your eyes closed there uh, of course <laughs> mate, of course yeah with the bright orange gnome hat I, um, I feel like these pictures are kind of <laughs> just made you know make me look a bit weird well you know you should open your eyes when i'm taking pictures mate yeah that was a <laughs> at least you at least you got the, the at least you got the hand right that that, that you, did, you went halfway yeah. there <laughs> but just um just while we're here then um you know you can see there we're all we're at uh, i think we're at karanga camp there um so not too far off for our four thousand meters just over four thousand meters yeah um and this is on Killy. pretty cold as you can see we're all got our down jackets on um obviously we're not trekking at the moment we're just hanging around camp so it's good to use your down down jacket um you know around the camp um and there's a few different ones there i think if you've got i'm just looking there at james i know you've got the patagonia jacket on haven't you That's i've, I've got the patagonia yeah james has got that rab um infinity jacket yeah. um and then i think tam on the far left i think that's rab or burghouse yeah that's um, rab as well that's more of a and again a lightweight kind of jacket but the thing is with tam he was uh he doesn't need much insulation he's he's, he's tough as nails yeah good spot nick nick said is dave wearing adidas sliders yes mate i just wanted to live uh <laughs> yeah i just wanted to that's dave like, around camp he always goes super chilled out wearing sliders and socks yeah sliders oh, and socks yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit cold to not wear the socks mate but sliders and socks i'm a huge fan of i think a few people fear you sliders and socks fee no fee's looking at me like i'm a maniac someone i know is on my team and i don't know why i assumed fee was sliders and socks maybe it's rosie <laughs> rosie's just standing up here yeah rosie's giving me the nod and okay. and ali yeah fee the youngsters have voted with me <laughs> um, um but yeah so with um so you see it's quite a few different down jackets there i wanted to, to kind of show a little a uh, few different different jackets um when you're talking about rab as well i think because i know david asked about the infinity there's actually one called the i think it's called the positron Positron. Um, yeah. let me just double check is it called the positron no, new, no sorry neutrino because you've got the positron you've also got the neutrino pro hang on and, uh, i'll rab. just have a good think a second um don't that, that tapping you can hear is the is the cogs were really is that the cogs or yeah yeah, that, that's the cogs. yeah that's the cogs that is me <laughs> <laughs> nebula I think it's called the nebula or the electron the electron is the one that I think replaced that one yeah the electron so essentially Rab have got all these scientific words for jackets any of yeah. those are definitely good but on a serious note though if you do want to check out any of the jackets and think is this good enough um obviously you can join us on our training weekends the next one's going to be next year now um yeah, as in the training weekends from myself and dave or just drop us a message um obviously you can send us a message on here on facebook or on instagram um and also drop us a message info at evertrek.co.uk yeah. or use um um the obviously website messenger that we've got on there um and yeah, we'll be able to get back to you just say yep yeah, yep yeah, that's good no worries that's good for that trip um or if you've got any jackets that you're kind of thinking about now whilst we're on here Post them in the comments and we'll give you some feedback on them um, yeah, just so we awesome. can 
um, kind of give you give you a nudge. But right then, so we got okay. So we talked about down waterproof. So in terms of weather, then Dave, like let's talk about some essentials now. Yeah. So we've got the down jacket. Um, you know, we've got obviously waterproofs. I think the other essentials. I know we've touched on it earlier. <clears throat> excuse me. Would be obviously having some decent gloves, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some decent gloves. So yeah, and there's the world of gloves. You know, there's the, there's different types for different folks. I tend to have a preference. Andy has a preference. Ultimately, if your hands feel warm, they're working for you. Um, I like to have the little um, Prima Loft um, gloves. They're like little down jackets for your hands. Um, Andy, I know I've seen you use those um, skiing ones, like the mittens when it gets really cold. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're really good as well. But I think it's about looking after your hands all the time as well. Again, it doesn't yeah. come down to one pair. I'll always have two pairs with me. <laughs> one of them is going to be the little liner pair that I have. Yeah. and sometimes you know the, those down jackets or the big gloves they'll be um down jackets those down gloves are too warm to wear on a daily basis but you can like if your hands start to get a little bit cold and a little bit cold they can get quite sore and your fingertips yeah. hurt having those um little liner gloves that i i tend to wear pretty much most of the time when i'm trekking in the winter conditions takes the nip out of your hands um yeah and also you know there's those little times when it's really really cold where you won't notice you're getting like a little bit frost nipped yeah and um having those gloves just makes a big difference as well if your hands start to get sore as well it'll wreck your day like oh, yeah, you, yeah. you know well it could wreck your trip so you you, you gotta you gotta make sure that you have um you know decent gloves and, and like dave said you can have the the kind of liner you know that they're taking the edge off gloves yeah um you know if it, if it drops below zero and then you've got the ones that you said there and black diamond yeah um uh, tend to make some really good uh, sort of insulated down gloves um you know for you can get a decent pair for like 40 50 pounds uh, i use the ones i use for skiing um i got ones they're called spider they're built for skiing really but i use them on um um when i'm trekking as well if it's really cold although I, i'm generally okay with my hands you know i don't suffer with any issues with it but yeah. i know some people who do and they have some medical conditions where um, Raynards, isn't uh, Raynards, it? obviously you can get cold hands so just make sure that you do have decent gloves um you know on, on, on any of these trips now yeah even um, if you want um namaste yeah. alan uh, <laughs> alan, namaste. alan smith's on here great to see you oh, legend um yeah um hand warmers as well are really really good i brought yeah. some on that trip again everything goes back to this one trip in april today but i bought some on there but i found them like man they were just roasting my hands so i gave them away to someone else that needed them but um they can make a big difference it, like generally i what i've noticed yeah. people do now Rather than stuffing them down your gloves, which is a bit intense, you just have them in your pocket, and you just okay. hold them, hold them with your gloves. So I was literally going to use an example then as a, a COVID tester, but that's a hand warmer. Wow. Just have it in your gloves, in your pocket, like that. It is negative, by the way. <laughs> and um, yeah, if I'm sounding a bit croaky, that's why. But um, yeah, gloves, hats, um, neck warmers as well. I think are yeah. really important. Um, I, I, I always take the advice of my guides, but particularly the most experienced guides. Hang on, I got hair in my eye. Uh, particularly the most experienced guides are really good. So when we trekked um, with Nima, who has been guiding um, people to Everest Base Camp for, I don't know, 30 years or more, um, he's always told me that the one bit of advice that he gives everybody is to keep their chest warm because the cold air on your chest. Yeah um can really start to affect your breathing and when you factor in that it's really you're at high altitude and it can be dusty or dry air as well it can really start to affect your breathing which obviously is important for acclimatization so pretty much always have a neck buff on and stuff like that keeping yeah. a 
keeping your chest warm as well it makes a big difference yeah wise old Nima. he was on um everest on 96 wasn't he when the yeah with that, yeah. that bad weather took quite a lot of lives on everest in 96. yeah so great yeah. guy though yeah amazing guy he was um he'd be great to like sit down and just get on camera and i would say Nima, your first ever sort of trip start there and take me up to today because he's wow. got stories to tell but he was telling me about you know a lot of the climate change that's impacting the kumbu region and yeah, yeah. you know i suppose worldwide but in his experience of the kumbu um when he first started uh trekking to base camp and um in his early days the the ice fall and the glacier spread almost down as far as gorek shep you know crazy, it, it, isn't it? It, thinking about that yeah so it was like you know a, you know my my vision of a glacier you know which i was programmed to see when i thought of one is just this lush pure white yeah. landscape of rock and ice um, but actually it looks more like the surface of the moon um where it's actually shrunk and then rock falls have landed on top of it yeah. but yeah he remembers that that was amazing yeah great guy isn't he i know um uh, we've got our first trips um, coming up in Nepal, actually, in in November, we're really excited to to do that. It's um it's quite quite a relatively kind of small season for us because obviously we didn't have much notice, and I know a few people have have, have already moved to next year, but we've got a few people going out there, um, yeah. a few groups, I should say. Um, and yeah, just just wanted to mention because we have got obviously some capacity. Now I appreciate that um obviously everyone uh you know especially on the live today might not have uh, availability, but if you do, uh, we've got space um all the way from the 6th of november all the way to the the end which i think is the yeah. 24th <clears throat> camp three peaks three passes we've got space on the uh, island peak yeah um trip if you are interested and you do want to come with us uh, in november there is space and we, we wanted to reach out and let everyone know that if you do want to come in november just drop us a message and, and you we can we can look to um to get you on there i know a lot of people have already organized their their trips um you know like obviously us we're going to Tupcal in a few weeks which we're really excited about um you know we really want to get out to nepal but it's it's quite tight for for us in terms of getting out there yeah. um but obviously the team out there um some of them are already in the mountains right now um uh, you know and they're, they're they're certainly looking forward to welcoming ever trackers again um certainly nima and, and and the rest of the guys and the team and anuj um but yeah it's, it's going to be great isn't it as soon as we can get some people out there and we can see people at um you know trekking again um yeah we really missed it so yeah, yeah. We, we can't wait but yeah i just wanted to throw it out there guys if anyone does want to jump on a trip drop us a message and we'll um we'll obviously work to, to make that happen for you wicked yeah i mean it's super exciting i do i mean mm. i know i've spoken to some hardcore people that are like tell me what i can go dave and i'll go so hopefully <laughs> yeah that'll um that'll give you the opening to get out there amazing um and whilst we're on yeah. the to topic of winter trekking and stuff like that yeah um you know staying safe in the mountains is not all about the gear you wear Yes. what else will be in your backpack and what else will you do before you even step foot out the door to ensure that you've got it covered yeah it's a good point because we we want to look at <clears throat> and this is this is probably more for the uk side i'd say um you know we always want to because obviously on the trip you know you can lean on your guide you can lean on the experience um, unless you do have a guide in the uk that you know is, is, is responsible for you yeah there's certain things that we do recommend take um you know now in terms of obviously this this is just advice from us but you know from what from our experience in terms of um you know the training we've had and you know it's good to have some gear i mean uh, you know we're talking like emergency gear as well as the basics i mean for instance obviously it's good to 
to know where you're going from a navigational point of view, whether you know how to, to read a map or you use a navigation tool. It's good to know where you're going to go, right? So um, you have a plan for your day. Um, and I always get, I always try and share that plan with someone else uh, that's not going with you, if you can. Obviously, if not, no worries. But it's good just to, if anything does happen, it's good to someone uh, to know that you're, you know, you're going to come back. And if you don't come back, you know, you can sort of, they can obviously raise the, the alarm, um, you know, which which has happened in the past. So, yeah, it's always good from, from that point of view. I think also as well, if you're relying on navigational tools that might be on your phone, then obviously you want to keep some extra power for your phone. So if you're using, you know, the OS app, uh, if you're using like Fat Maps, um, View Ranger, you know, any of those, they're going to really drink the juice on, on your mobile. So, um, yeah, do take uh, like a battery pack. I, I know that like us, we, we always recommend Anchor. Um, they got some really good power banks. Dave, I know over the last kind of two years, you've probably, I know on Killy, you pretty much powered the whole mountain when you uh, when you brought yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like most of most of Tanzania's um, power output, I believe they sold back to the national grid <laughs> from like power banks. Um, but yeah, but it's because, um, but yeah, I like to stay connected and I like to have options yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know, the amount, like, I like going incommunicado as well, which is nice. Yeah. But the amount, like, if if so much of the world and so much of what we rely on is, you know, powered through, you know, Wi-Fi and phone connectivity and being able to stay in contact with people, that it just seems like such an important tool to not have when I'm out on my yeah. trips. So um, if I need to send an emergency message back home, if I need to receive an emergency message, or yeah. if I need, or if I'm in, you know, if I'm on Penavan on my own and I twist my knee and I need to get Andy to come and pick me up, um, then I want to be able to contact someone, you know. So it makes it exactly. makes a big difference. Um, so yeah, and I, I know there are other apps. If you um, want to zip back through YouTube and look at our one with Brecken Mountain Rescue, yeah. they imparted some really good tips and stuff about staying safe on the mountain. One of them was some apps you can use just so you can be geolocated. Like, um, is it called What Three Words? What, and what Three Words, yeah, 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 yeah. You would have seen the adverts on the telly where they give you three random words, which is like yeah. something like a like a three meter square patch on the ground. Yeah. Um, and it will literally be like, you know, telephone giraffe desk, <laughs> you know, and but they'll be able to use that app as well to get your exact location to within a few meters. So yeah, it is good. Move it around. And, you know, like reading through the comments there, I think, um, it was it Ramona? I think, yeah, because uh, I know there was a, an incident on, on Ben Nevis. Um, yeah, once you have your navigation, uh, once you're good with navigation, then you can share, you know, your coordinates if, if anything does go uh, does go south, um, you know. But, uh, yeah, and I hope everyone had a, had a great time. I know, it was, again, it was challenging conditions but I looked on, on there, but um, great to see you're all down safe, which is the uh, the important thing. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think Bry just jumped in there, what three words, yeah. So you've got apps like that um, that can tell you where you are. So it's good to have those. I mean, there's other things you can get. Obviously, you want to have... Um, you know, head torch, I always take with me if I'm going on, um, you know, a trip in the UK. I know it seems a bit nuts, but especially this time of year when, you know, the, the, the evenings are drawing in, um, you know, and you're going on a full mountain day, depending on what time you're starting, obviously, but, you know, you, you want to have a, a head torch. Um, yeah. I remember when I was hiking the, the Lara Gru in, in, in Cairngorms, and we had a, a, a what would have been a normal 10-hour day turned into a 17-hour day yeah. um, when we hiked the whole Lara Gru. Um, I thought you were gone. <laughs> I was making, well, I was, I was, I yeah. was ringing Jen to make plans for Evertrack and everything, because like <laughs> before, I remember you text me in the morning saying you were setting off, and I got a couple of pictures throughout the day, and then you told me you'd be done by five p.m. 
Yeah. And then I, I was busy, you know, going about my life. And then I noticed it was 7 p.m. But I give him a call, no answer. Give him a call, no answer. <laughs> give him a call, yeah. no answer. And I was like, oh, well, I've got some plans to make. And then literally you called me at 9 o'clock in bed with a beer. <laughs> saying, no, no, it's half 11. Oh, half 11, sorry. Yeah, wow, it was much later, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, nine. I was still tracking. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I honestly... remember because I, I I was looking at the maps last night because I'm I'm going up the Cairngorms next week, and um, yeah, it it was it was nuts. I think, but again, that comes with okay. You know, we had a plan, um, didn't go to plan because there was four foot of snow, um, in the Lavagaru, which slowed us down. And plus, you know, we, like I was with um I was with James, um, and he had met. You know, he he kind of you know he was quite slow going up there. So you know, we always want to stay together. Um, you know, and, and obviously we were, we was two of us, so we, you know, we didn't want to <clears throat> separate, but we had a head torch on us, you know, and I think it, it goes to, you know, I think if, if anyone's out there without a guide in a, um, out in, in, in the mountains of the UK, it's worth doing some skills training. Yeah. Um, even yeah. if it's map reading basic, you know, it's, it's just confidence. Like I know that whatever I am, I can get out of a situation. I'm confident in my ability to do that. Um, you know, and, and having that confidence, then I, I don't really have any anxiety around it because I know where I am. I know where yeah. I'm going. And then you can think clearly then about each decision you need to make. Um, and I think that goes a long way. So just by having some training gives you a bit of confidence. I know we've got some winter skills coming up um, uh, sort of the, the end of the year into next year. Highly recommend if you can get on those um, with Steve up in North Wales. Um, and then we're hoping to do the, the Scottish one as well. But we want to get the, the North Wales one sorted first. Yeah. Um, and again, dates are coming soon, guys. Um, we, we, I know, promise you, we, we are super, super close with that. Um, but just having that basic understanding, it means that when you're out and about, you've got that ability to make confident decisions. Yeah. Um, that it doesn't, uh, you know, you don't have to rely on other people. Obviously, if you paid a guide and you've got that, you know, you've, you've obviously got expertise to lean on. Yeah. But um, yeah, I go back to that situation, Lara Grew. I was confident that it would have been great. Because I knew where we were going, I knew that we were okay. We had food on us. Yeah. I also had um, something which uh, I, I take on all my trips if I'm on my own or with other people is a body bag. Um, now I've got a quite a big one. It's like a four person. Basically, what this is, it's like a, a, a rescue tent if you like, but it's really lightweight. And if it really gets crazy, you can just get out the elements for ten minutes yeah. if you want to. I mean, you can. I mean, if it was proper survival mode, you can get in there. But it just means that you're out of the elements. You know, we go back to insulation. You can put maybe you know because if it's if it's crazy weather and you haven't got anywhere to kind of put your jacket on if you do it might get wet took the get the body bag out sit in there and get changed inside um just something that um yeah our, our, our kind of uh, good friend steve um, you know showed us up on, on mount yeah. snowden when it was dodgy weather and uh, dave it's great isn't it and it's quite cool yeah. as well because you're in there and uh, it's you know feel like you're on everest you know just to get away yeah. from the crowds on on uh, snowden but I, I really do think, yeah, you've made an, an two really good points there as well that I really like. One is that have a head torch, have spare batteries for that head torch, have enough to be able to power yourself for several days because it makes a big difference. If you've got a head torch on, you can find your way. And the map yeah. reading, not like I've been in situations, not like scary situations, but where we've kind of got lost in the mountains. Yeah. And because it's daytime and kind of know you can walk out you don't know where you're going but you, you don't panic but you can easily understand that if you lost your vision the mist comes in and you've got a meter or two vision yeah. and you don't know where you are and you can't orientate yourself you can panic so quickly and yeah. as soon as you panic that's it then all rational 
type thoughts go out the window and you, you just start to worry and you know terror and all that being able to navigate yourself even with no visibility using a map and a compass and orientate yourself yeah. makes a huge difference because a map you can trust you know it's like it's like being able to see in 4k if you can read that map you know where you're going and it makes a big big difference <laughs> just want to clarify as well <laughs> i think rebecca thought it said body bag no no it's called a bothy bag uh, b-o-t-h-y um yeah like it's, it's named after a bothy which is um up in uh, well around the uk yeah. but mainly in scotland they have these kind of little cabins scattered around the, the country awesome cool places you know just essentially just to kind of hunker down for yeah. the night. we got a little fire and stuff so bothy not body I yeah. love the, the Facebook uh, subtitles, the auto captions, B-O-T-H-Y, hopefully yeah. <laughs> it comes yeah. up. Um, yeah, body bags, that's a different life. That's a different life. Uh, that's life a different life. Yeah. That's, that's what to do when the worst happens. Yes. Um, yeah, so you need a shovel, <laughs> a bag of lime, <laughs> wow, a body mate. bag. Mate, I've, I've, seen, I've seen enough <laughs> Sopranos to know what to do, don't you worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, also as well, um, something, and I know we've got some questions I want to cover, guys. I know we've got about 20 minutes left. But just to cover off as well is um, when it comes to weather. So um, I know a couple of questions have sprouted up over on the Evertrekkers Facebook group, uh, which is great around uh, what apps you use and things like that. Um, the one I've always used, especially over the last three years, is um, Mountain Weather UK. So it's, if, if you go to the App Store um, on Apple or Android, a, um, it's MWUK. Now, a lot of other apps which actually give weather run off the back of this um and it's one all the mountain guides use um and it's great because you can hone in on specific mountains specific mountain areas and you get the wind forecast and precipitation level and cloud cover and visibility all the stuff you kind of want to know before you're out there um so yeah i just wanted to kind of finish off that part in terms of you know what you have on you as well as obviously the preparation you know weather as well um so yeah hopefully that is um useful for you but dave i reckon we should tackle some questions i know we got a lot in yeah um, sure let's do it um all right first one i think was emailed in from danny yes. cheese hey um, danny how's it going good day to you uh he's booked for killy in march um yeah. currently looking for the right travel insurance for the trip seems to be a bit of a minefield um let's yes. have a look what are our recommendations and what should we realistically be paying for the insurance uh the price you've seen so far seems to fluctuate from 75 pounds all the way to 400. okay so 75 pounds i would almost certainly say is a is something to avoid i've never seen a killy or everest base camp policy that's 75 pound that covers what you need essentially you need two things you need helicopter evacuation insurance to be covered yeah. up to six thousand meters which would be a maximum altitude um Sorry, jeez, Dave. I lost my still alive. No, it's I'm I'm I need oh this water. Thank God, it's week old, but it's still good. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And so, what was I saying? Yeah. So you need the um you need the helicopter evacuation insurance, and also it yeah. covers you for a lot of other things as well, like uh, medical conditions and things like that. So you need to have one that covers you for any specific medical conditions you have. Yeah. Um, I recommend um, the two companies that I've used personally which are a company called True Traveler, which I've used both for Everest Base Camp and Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Um, Lauren, I think, can post a um, insurance article, which yeah. you can pick up in these comments, which is really helpful. Um, and it's got- Like magic, she's already posted it. Exactly, yeah. So it's got lots of walkthroughs and stuff like that. The other one is Campbell Irvin. Yeah. Um, on average, I'm paying around, I pay around 200 to 220 
for my policies. Um, yeah. It depends on your age and what health conditions you have. So if you're 60, you, you, you can expect to pay a lot more yeah. um, and stuff like that. But about 200, I think it was for Kilimanjaro, 220, something like that. It's a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, True Traveler will have, have you sorted. Um, one thing we, we have got actually in a couple of weeks, I think it's on the 2nd of November, we've actually got someone from True Traveler we're going to bring onto the live. Um, so yeah, any kind of technical insurance questions, um, we thought it was really useful. We reached out to the guys at True Traveler and, um, and we thought, um, you know, we'll get them on because it's always good to hear straight from the horse's mouth, isn't it? You know, and obviously we've used True Traveler over the last uh, kind of half dozen years and um, in terms of trekking a high altitude and I've used uh, True Traveler for majority of my trips. I've yeah. used um, some others like Big Cat as well, um, you know, just change up a bit. Never claimed with any of these companies though. I know no. a lot of, um, you know, because it's very rare that claims have to be made, but the companies we have used, um, obviously these are the ones that have, have, have done well. Um, so yeah, certainly when it comes to insurance specifics, um, do um, save some of them for that that live because that'd be great, wouldn't it? Just to throw out some, I forgot the gentleman's name now, um, the one from uh, True Traveller, uh, yeah, to, um, uh, to come onto the live. And I'm sure... Um, they'll have uh, some sort of offer or discount. They'll they'll probably be coming on as well. So yeah, do um, might be worth waiting a couple of weeks uh, before booking any insurance for next year. Um, obviously, if you're going on any trips relatively soon, then you know you can get your insurance. Yeah. Um, hopefully, there'll be a discount. I mean, you're talking to with, with insurance with me. I've done it literally as I'm flying from the airport. And I wouldn't say that's the way to do it because anything can happen. But um, you know that you've got time if you're going on a trip uh, in the autumn. Yeah. Um, yeah, but good question around insurance. I think um, Ramona asked actually around um, uh, Tubecal. Uh, big Cat. Yeah, so you use Big Cat. Great. I think, yeah, with Tubecal, you just want to make sure that you've got at least uh, about 4,200 meters that there, there's cover up to that, just in case anything um, happens. Yeah. Um, again, uh, I see Tina there's put in uh, Campbell Irving, another one we recommend. On that, um, what insurance do you need for Everest Base Camp Trek? I know that just says Everest Base Camp Trek. But any of those companies do the any altitude insurance. Um, yeah. So definitely go via those links. I've done a couple of walkthrough videos. They are probably over about a year, 18 months old. Uh, if those websites have changed, some of those videos might be different, but it's very useful anyway. I thought. Yeah. Um, definitely give that a shout. But good question. Um, great stuff. Ramona sorted that. Um, right, Danny. Then we got Lee. Uh, sorry, Lee. Uh, when trekking, I run hot all the time. Uh, I also sweat. Not the only one, mate. Uh, yeah. It makes me feel very uncomfortable as the temperature drops. Uh, what is the best uh, base layer to counter this problem? Any tips about wearing the right material? Never wear cotton. Yeah, it's a good question, Lee. I think you, you've already almost answered your, your own question there, mate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so don't wear cotton. Um, I know sometimes uh, you know, you, you'll see people wear cotton and that's fine. Um, but yeah, certainly cotton is one that can get quite wet quite easily. And then like, as you yep. said there, when you stop, you can get cold. But you know things um, base layers dave i know merino wall um, yeah. icebreakers right they're really good they're not going to retain moisture yeah lee i have the exact same problem so andy will yeah. tell you like if i've got to do any any type of physical activity i usually end up drenched it's just the way we are you know um i think yeah. so a couple of tips that i use to manage that one i try and stay cool as often as i can um so i always have two base layers with me on any trip like for any day I don't just wear one and that's the one I got to wear all day. I always have a spare in my bag and I'll generally have one of two types. So like a cool one. Um, I always have the zip down here as well, specifically so I can pull it down and try and stay yeah. cool. 
merino wool i found is really really good because it just removes it all off the surface of your skin and allows it to wick really well um but some days there's no way around it if it's a hard day i can give you an example so um usually tengboche on the way there it's a really hard climb um it's quite high altitude when you get to tengboche but it it's really warm so that day i usually roast and then immediately get cold when i arrive so what i'll do is i'll have a spear and i will literally just find a rock or whatever and just whip out and change it quickly and put a dry one on as soon as i start to get cold yeah. just to look after the chest so yeah don't just think about one bring a spear in your back a dry one um and wear things like merino wool or anything that's really really high wicking material yeah it's exactly. really good and um spend the money on it as well you know don't go budget on base layers if you need it to work that well like i do yeah. um save the money on some other part of you know buy a cheap baseball cap or something and <laughs> and buy an expensive base layer anything yeah, next um, to the skin or on your feet i spend money on yeah nice dave yeah good some good points there i think yeah, there's a few comments coming in as well around obviously ramona uh, no stink marina walls base layer and shona as well as mentioned yeah I, I know people have talked about bamboo base layers i think you're right mate um yeah they're not the best from a temperature point of view um i know that icebreakers are awesome i've got a couple of icebreakers myself yeah um and yeah i'm a huge marina wool fan i think there's a lot of different makes out there that offer it i think um you know it is like a ron seal you know it does exactly what it says on the tin you know in terms of you know it works marina wool is great insulates you doesn't retain moisture and it smells all right so yeah. even the multi-day trek you know using it for several days you're not gonna you know people aren't gonna be avoiding you on the trails before because of the smell um, they <laughs> might do because you know everyone smells on a trek but <laughs> um uh wait a minute why is dave not wearing his baseball cap yeah i i thought the same but dave really wanted to rock the um Disney yeah. Prince today. i'll be honest yeah i sort of um i'm pretty i'm pretty almost like i may as well have just come in my pajamas today i'm quite I'm, you know but technically i'm on me holidays <laughs> you know so i've just rolled in in a very casual manner today and uh yeah left the cap at home and uh, you know i still, I still let the hair breathe you know mate you're looking good yeah you could easily be on um aladdin or beauty and the disney prince coming back yeah disney <laughs> prince but the hair is um, growing out again it's growing again slowly uh ian pickles afternoon gents 28 days to go can't wait ian I'll be, I can't wait to have you, mate. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, it's going to be great to get back there. Um, uh, Chris has asked, uh, do you know anything for Kendall Mountain Festival? No, we're not We're not there this year. Um, we, we were thinking about it because we were at Keswick quite recently. Um, you know, we'd love to kind of be at the, obviously other festivals. But, yeah, we didn't think Kendall was, was right for us this year. Um, you know, but maybe maybe next year we'll, we'll see about running um, some other stuff um but yeah so not kendall mate but uh as, as, as a punter though i know it's very big isn't it on the um more around the the visuals isn't it there's a lot of films about outdoor yeah. outdoor films um yeah some really cool um <laughs> sorry just read mark uh, marky v's have you seen the temperature in marrakesh looks like speedos on tubcal the next two weeks yes it's looking rather warm at the moment isn't it yeah I the know. winter conditions i think are going to be coming in in the uh january i think by the looks of it um, yeah. I just so well, well, we're chatting to Ian. I know he has a question. Okay, yeah. Just yeah. doing my final pack. I've got three pairs of merino base leggings. Is that too many? Ooh. Yes, yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, one pair will do you fine. Um, yeah. I've been many times and not used them at all, but yeah, you only need one pair, man. Like three yeah. pairs, get rid of two pairs and 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 put something else more important in, like Harry Bow or something. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, you don't need the um, three pairs of leggings, no, just the one. 
yeah yeah good point good point um let's have a little look uh yeah so speedos on tubecal yeah yeah mark i want to see those speedos mate on the summit right I don't. Um, <laughs> um yeah dave does um fleeces um let's have a look oh yeah so helen helen's asked about fleeces um obviously lots of different prices out there look at the materials nearly all 100 percent polyester any advice dave um, excuse me who asked that question sorry well, that was helen uh, helen barker okay nice nice i'm just having um, a look hey helen how's it going yeah, still on the line, but this question came in a little bit earlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm just trying to find it. So fleece is all different. Looking at the materials, nearly all 100% polyester. To be honest with you, I'm never really 100% certain what my fleeces are actually made of. I yeah. tend to buy them based on um, just what I need them to actually do. So <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what my uh, RAB one is, but certainly it's, I don't think it's 100% polyester. I think it's going to be a little bit of a mix. But generally speaking, what I'll look to do is I'll buy the technical fleeces because yeah. I do like the hood. So I usually buy a fleece with a hood because it makes a big difference. Um, I like a technical hood so it fits your head. Um, it's just much nicer to be able to track in it and it keeps you warmer. Um, I generally don't get big, heavy fleeces because if you've base layered up um, and mid layered and outer layered, you don't really need a massive heavy one on any of these trips that we're doing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I pretty much recommend the brands is, is how I kind of choose. So, you know, sticking with Rab, North Face, Berghaus, Mountain Equipment, those type of brands tend to do really, really good stuff. Um, if you want to check out Rab, they're really good now and they're going down a very ethical route in making their stuff. Also, Patagonia, yeah. very ethical. Columbia, I believe, do a lot of stuff, which is um, uh, the materials are, uh, synthetic, again, isn't it? Syn yeah, mainly synthetic. But, yeah, they're trying to move away from all of those microplastics because one yeah. thing I, I know I've kind of jumped onto something, but it's how I choose my fleeces is right. not only by what they need and stuff like that, but I also try and factor in which companies are doing that. Um, bringing out the new technologies and stuff like that but generally speaking rab is what i go with because they do the same fleece pretty much they change the name but it's pretty much the same one um do you know what i keep i think i've mentioned this fleece on about four or five different lives now and i don't know the name of it so i'm gonna find it is this the rab one yeah it's not the rab al pull on is it uh no because it's got the full zip ah it's got oh yeah of course yeah 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 have a look for that thing whilst you're looking for that yeah. i'll um i'll go through because we've got some some other um, other questions. John from Brecon, are the limited edition Evertrek jackets suitable for altitude treks? Yes, they. Um, John from Brecon, uh, yeah, they are. So with uh, with these, they're, they're the jackets that we did. I can't can't remember where they are now. Beginning of the year, wasn't it? Um, yeah. End of last year, beginning of this year. Um, yes, they are fine for for, for altitude. Uh, obviously, that's why we wanted to to kind of um, offer them out. Um, now they're not. Obviously, because of the, the the price range, you know, they're not going to be as good as a you know three hundred pound technical jacket. Um, you know, you might need um, you know because they're they're about seven hundred fill, but you know, in terms of their technical capabilities, you know, if it really comes down to it, you probably Dave's talk about fleeces here. You want to have a fleece under it. Yeah. Um, you know, it wouldn't be the one that I put on over a t-shirt going up to the summit Achilles. Put it that way. Yeah. You can wear it um, on top of other things on the summit Achilles. Um, but it's just something to, to be to be aware of. Obviously, it's great, you know, autumn, spring, winter in the UK. Um, I think I saw Ramona wearing one in the rain, um, yep. believe it or not. Although they're not waterproof. Um, yeah, they're, they, they're classed as water repellent. But with any down jacket, they all get wet. Yep. I, don't care, I don't care what the rating says. They all get wet. Yeah. 
exactly. Um, here we go. It's the Rab Nexus fleece. Oh, nice. um, I also go for the one that's got the full body zip. You can get the pull on, which zips down to the middle and you pull it over. The reason I like the full zip again is to try and stay cool, open it yeah. wide up and do it up. Um, I just spotted one from Lee Davy. D sweats like me also. It's, it's a it's a burden, mate. It's a burden. <laughs> um, what's the best product to stop chafing? Do you know what? I've been quite lucky in that it doesn't happen to me that often. However, talc or some type of talc like that, I tend to use. I know yeah. it's not great for the environment, and if there's a great alternative, I'm all ears. Um, but yeah, putting some of that in the old uh, undercrackers sometimes helps. But also, <clears throat> one of the best uh, things that I found is um, it's called chamois cream, and cyclists use it. Um, and you put it directly on the skin, um, and basically it just reduces the heat from chafing, so it stops problems like that. It is kind of minging, and it's like you know Vaseline. You know, if you see people talk about Vaseline, I don't think Vaseline is that great. But this chamois stuff is really good, and you just rub it onto your skin um and leave it there and um yeah it's really really good but yeah worst case scenario talc or vaseline, vaseline. Yeah. i know i've used vaseline um was when chafing before i think it was brian actually gave me vaseline brian carries vaseline around you know he's, uh, uh, and... he does run a lot of um, marathons yeah oh okay sorry i wonder where that was going <laughs> um... <laughs> no 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 uh we're, we're good friends me and brian but not that close uh, yeah <laughs> um but yeah, there's there's obviously there's underwear out there as well that you can get that um, is kind of anti-chafe. Yeah. Obviously, you've got the bamboo ones. On Again, one. you've got merino wool. I think it's called on one, but um, but also okay. buy the longer stuff. Don't just wear normal boxes. Um, yeah. I tend to try and maybe put cycling shorts on, but there's some specific anti-chafe ones that go kind of halfway down the thigh. Um, they're really really good stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to read Joel's comment, but I think if uh, clearly if you're in the comments, you could probably read Joel's comment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, using the Vaseline in certain parts of the body. Um, yeah. Go for it if that helps. Yep. Awesome. Um, great stuff. Well, look, we got. Oh, wow, we've flown, flown by today, isn't it? It's been great. I know this one's been um, a beast. Um, I did spot one from about power banks. Okay. Um, oh, Rebecca, how's it going, Rebecca? Um, yeah. How many do I carry? To be honest, uh, like. As a as a regular trekker, I would t I'd probably take two. One is a minimum, but I take two. Um, when yeah. I went to Killy, I think I had four or five. But you know, like I said, I I was powering the mountain, and they are quite heavy. They're probably like a kilo each. So you do have to sacrifice um, some space, and you have to carry them on your body on flights and stuff, or in in your hand luggage. Um, but yeah, it depends. If you want to stay ultra connected, um, then two, or you could just bring one. Um, but yeah, if you do an EBC, two's fine. Nice, nice. I've had we've been uh, doing this is so long, my ears are sore. <laughs> from really? Having this on wow, good. Good. Um Laurie asked, Laurie Moody, uh, hi guys, I've got the Rab Microlite Alpine. Just wondering if it'd be okay for EBC in um, late October. Yeah, it's um you'll see a lot of the the Rab Microlite is very popular. Um the Microlite Alpine. Uh, I think that's one with a hood, isn't it? Um yeah, very popular. And I know uh, I've been trekking with people who use it. I'd say it would fall into the kind of mid-strength down jackets, just to be honest. Um, so if you, you know, it's good. Um, if it gets really cold, you'll probably have to put a fleece underneath. Yeah. Um, you know, in between that and your base layer, um, it will get cold. You know, there, there are bigger down jackets out there, or or, or better. I say better, just um, you know, if if it gets like minus ten with the wind, you know, you'll certainly feel it through that jacket. Um, yeah. You know, it'll it'll be fine. But yeah, it's certainly um 
it's, it's a great jacket. I know uh, like a good friend of mine, Tom, he used it on Everest Base Camp. Uh, the same trip we were talking about earlier, uh, April 2019, he used the Microlite. I know loads of Evertrackers do because it's quite a versatile jacket. You can wear it in the spring, you can wear it in the autumn. Um, you know, so it's a good jacket to have, but you just need that extra insulation. Um, otherwise, you know, if you if you want one that you can just pull in over a T-shirt, um, then yeah, maybe think about something a bit bigger. Yeah. Um, awesome. But right, Dave, I, I think we're we're coming to the end now because uh, yeah, it's been great. I hope that's been useful um, for everyone. If you've enjoyed it, Dave, um, any any final thoughts on insulation, mate? Um, yeah, I think um, stay cool, stay warm, stay classy. <laughs> great stuff i'll leave it there um yep. as we uh what i'll do is though on the on the out i'll leave this one more time uh before we end and uh yeah we'll see you all next tuesday yep see you later bye awesome so i hope you enjoyed the uh another episode of the mountain malarkey podcast um yeah that was something a little bit different wasn't it from the tuesday tune in but i hope yeah. you enjoyed it i must say you were brilliant on that episode and <laughs> 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 thanks mate thanks now if uh, if you've enjoyed it don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast um you know all these uh, podcasts we put together the episodes try to reach as many people as possible and if it's helped you leave us a lovely review um and yeah we'll see you again next week yeah all the best guys bye